Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we short up ran around a wick where I've got a feeling. You're on to something here Live from King's Place in London The Spotted Edge Shop presents Global Pillage I'm your host, Deborah Francis Knight This is the comedy panel show Starring you, the Hive Mind And if you worry, trouble might be coming your way In it together, I think that's what I heard Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for cultural diversity, idiom, and customs, and realize that human beings are the strangest monkeys of all. On my left, playing for what is it? It's shawarma connoisseurs. Shawarma connoisseurs. Okay. We thought we'd go with something that brings us together. <laughs> oh. Okay. On my left, playing for shawarma connoisseurs, is Sadia Azmat and Radu Isaac. <laughs> Why are you shawarma conno- connoisseurs? They're all the rage in Romania and East what London. Are? What are? Shawarmas. The thing I m- miss most about home. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. And on my right, playing for David Essex and Charlie Sheen, is <laughs> Sarah Pascoe and Margaret Cabon Smith. <laughs> um, why are you David Essex and Charlie Sheen? obvious, isn't it? Because we look like them. <laughs> I don't fit you. If you're listening at home, just imagine David Essex and Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen with, with these voices. voices. <laughs> Why are you really called David Essex and Charlie Sheen? It's named after where we come from. So I come from Sheen and she comes from Essex. Oh, cultural heritage. <laughs> um, exotic, isn't it? <laughs> And can I ask, Sadia Azmat, why are you diverse? I'm brown, and <laughs> I was raised by Tupac and Biggie, and they're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> An orphan. Uh, Radovazek, why are you diverse? Uh, I'm Romanian, and uh, I generally never felt like I fitted in anywhere. In- <laughs> oh, Radu. 
You're diverse everywhere you go. I feel a bit like that. <laughs> Margaret Cabon Smith, why are you diverse? Catholic and double barreled. Oh, <laughs> yes. Do, won't yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sarah Pascoe, why are you diverse? Um, I was raised by Princess Diana and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're both dead or fictional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also vegan. Shut up. <laughs> um, no one needs to know my food business. <laughs> I've heard you talk about it on stage. You're always banging on about it. <laughs> I've seen you made, you made a special video for the Vegan Society oh, saying I should be nice. vegan too. Yeah, they go home and I secretly eat eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no one's looking. I, do you really? No, 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 please don't tell the vegan. The Vegan Society are going to totally throw you out. And making sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed, please welcome Ned Sedgwick in Pedant's Corner. <laughs> And on keyboard, the fantastically musical, wonderful Mark Hodge. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, why are you diverse? I think I'm the only one here who's here because of nepotism. So <laughs> that's right. kind of good. That what Ned helps. is referring to there is, uh, when I met Ned, he was three years old and I was his nanny. Yes. So back then, he was actually my boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've played the long game yeah. and, and now he works for me. <laughs> And he's getting 30 quid beer money for this episode. That's right. Absolutely. Because uh, what Generation Y didn't see coming is we would leave nothing for them. <laughs> and they, they would literally have to work for former domestic servants. <laughs> so it's the weirdest form of grooming I've ever heard. <laughs> Panel show grooming. Yeah. Okay, Ned Sedgwick, why, uh, you're, you're diverse because you're, you're here for nepotism, yes, there's um, nepotism reasons. Apart from that, I am one-eighth Indian as you can tell. Um, if you're listening at home, you can't tell. That's why everyone laughed. <laughs> um, and I went to boarding school, which, you know, really puts me in the 1%. And I feel quite marginalised a lot of the time. <laughs> so, you know, go easy on me, guys. And Mark Hodge, uh, why are you diverse? Well, I mean, I'm an avant-garde sexual genius. <laughs> as you know, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick's not the only one here because of nepotism. I actually went to university with Mark Hodge. I mean, you're the kind of boy I would have had a crush on, actually, if you hadn't been so damn gay. Um, well, that's the real diversity. Yeah, that's the real, that's the real diversity that counts. When you're trying to create a diverse panel. In every episode of Global Pillage, the Hive Mind writes a special theme tune. Mark. So, I just need letters from A to G. I'm going to point over here first. What have you got? C. C. Very good. Over here. Yes, that's a good start. And, and, and uh, you, sir? A. That's all right. And uh, one from uh, this side, sorry. Uh, F minor. That's all right. Over here? H. <laughs> now, there is actually a letter H in German. Letter H in German is B flat. Oh. Well, I'm going to take that. Oh. <laughs> that works? Yes. <laughs> the first round is weddings. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first. So fingers on buzzers. At some Indian weddings... The bride's sister steals an item of clothing belonging to the groom. What do they steal? And why? Schwammer connoisseurs. 
they steal shoes. And the reason why is to be annoying. Um, <laughs> no, because they basically want money for it. They steal shoes and they ask for money. Yeah, to get it back. You know, so, the, so the groom has to pay. Why don't they just steal yeah. his wallet? It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good point, actually. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes, it's the final answer. I just want to add that in Romania, we steal the bride. <laughs> uh, that's way, actually I true. I will quickly point out that that might ruin a question later. Yeah, it might, actually. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that doesn't happen in Romania. <laughs> Okay, over to you, David Essex and Charlie Sheehy. Great, great. thank you for coming over to the experts. Yeah. Uh, finally. Um, so, um, Margaret. What, are we supposed to come up with an answer that isn't the truth. what's obviously the right answer? Yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, given very you confidently. Could you could give, I'm only half okay. Indian, so I might be wrong. An extra fact around it. And that extra fact, oh. yes. um, the shoes are always dark coloured. <laughs> oh, that sounds very unlikely. Sorry, I should have said no, they're sandals. They're sandals. Your sandals. Oh, God, she's giving it. He's getting extra bloody points. This is. Did you say you're half Indian, Sadia? No, I'm, I'm really full Indian. Oh, okay. That was a, oh, really? That was, that, was that a comforting was, line for wish, the other two? Wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it was me who's an eighth Indian. That's oh, that's right. I've confused you and Sadia again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hive mind. Do you have an answer? There is more of a why than Sadia's given. So if you could add a why, that would be helpful. That gives away that Sadia is correct, obviously. So they can't <laughs> run away. They would run barefoot. Bit dark. They would run on hot coal. <laughs> so they can't run away. So the group can't run away. Okay. Uh, are you going to go with that hive mind, Buzz? If yes. Okay. All right. So the correct answer is his shoes. And apparently it is to liven up the party <laughs> because Indian weddings go on for days and days and days. And this is the fun part where he has to chase them around the marquee oh, yeah. in order to get them back. Yeah. So it's basically like a bit of pass the parcel to break up a 17-day wedding. <laughs> we could just do this at, like, just regular clubs. <laughs> just nightclubs. Yeah. Well, you could bring that in. Yeah, if you, I'm I sure could. you could make that a fad. I'd have to fell the man first <laughs> to get his shoes, because he won't be expecting this. <laughs> well, you've got surprise on your side, which they don't have at Indian <laughs> weddings, because they must They're see it coming. It. Yeah, it's a regular Camden nightclub. You've yeah. definitely got surprise on your side. No one's going to look at you and think she's going to nick my shoes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, march him to the cash point. <laughs> <laughs> you want to break your back? That's more of a London custom. <laughs> in the Maasai tribe in Kenya, what does the father of the bride do to his daughter to give her good luck? David Essex and Charlie Sheen. Um, it, the Maasai, they're the, um, the MBT guys, aren't they? Aren't they? Maasai barefoot technology, yeah, so probably like really good comfy shoes. <laughs> it's always shoe-based, is yeah. that the Comfy answer? shoes? What, because Maasai are the comfy shoe people? Yeah. Oh, really? They make you feel like you're walking in sand. It actually makes it really, really hard. I don't know, they're really heavy and they make you look like a Mr. Man. Where would you get these from? <laughs> they're really good. Sports Direct. <laughs> Sports Direct, yeah. I don't have Sports Direct there. on my card, I'll admit that. <laughs> uh, so, Sarah, is that your final answer? I'm not going no. with that answer. No, okay. <laughs> I feel like Margaret was making it up. No. Um, what I'm does the bride do to... answer. Yes. Um, what the father does to give the daughter good luck is a magic spell. <laughs> it's where they got the Cinderella story from. What he does is he does a spell and it brings all of the tiny animals out of the forest. The mice, the birds, the deer, and the swallows. And then they make her a wedding dress out of leaves. And then uh, one of the birds poops on her right shoulder, has to be right shoulder, and that means good luck and she'll never die. Amazing. Now, that is the right answer. <laughs> 
Um, it isn't. Shawarma connoisseurs, what do you have? Maybe go to the other uh, girls in the tribe and scare them away so she would be the only one and she would get the, the richest dude. <laughs> she's getting ma- this, at this point, she's actually... Okay. She's managed to get a dude at this point. The dude is, the dude is attained already. Okay, then, then she's lucky. She's already lucky. He doesn't need to do anything. He just drinks a lot. Okay, Sandy, you're happy to go along with that? I was thinking, I like the spell idea, but not so, yeah. Not Not so complicated, not so detailed. Okay, Hive Mind, what does the father of the bride do to his daughter to give her luck on her wedding day? I've got another idea if you want to have my idea. <laughs> I'm now thinking we on her feet. If you want, if you want it's to have not a idea. jellyfish sting. <laughs> <laughs> Chill blames. Yeah, just, just something. He, he makes her a pair of gloves out of the foreskins of her former suitors. <laughs> <laughs> really lucky. That's deeply dumb. Deeply dumb. I mean, this is some astonishing answers here. Yeah. Okay. How many lovers uh, would she have had to have had to get a pair of gloves? Oh my God, I was thinking that. <laughs> It's a lot of foreskins, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, ten rings, maybe. <laughs> okay, audience, any suggestions? A hearty handshake. A hearty handshake? <laughs> Buzz, if you're happy to go along with that. <laughs> the correct answer is he spits on her. Oh, oh her. God, that's, that is uh, quite like the piss answer. Yeah, it's a, it's a little... It's a <laughs> <laughs> if not simple mouth I Okay, so Ned, could you elaborate on this, please, um, that he spits on her? Well, it's a traditional Maasai thing. When you greet someone, you spit. And actually, it's quite... Uh, Western cultures are quite rare in finding spitting so disgusting. In most of Asia, it's not that big a deal. People go and spit on the floor. It's not... Look, every culture has a different idea about spitting, and it's, it's a peculiar one, anthropologically. So is, is it, in fact, we're just incredibly fussy? Yes. So it's like if you were in a culture where they thought sneezing was the grossest thing in the world, yeah. and you just sort of, you know, were sitting on a bus and you had a sneeze, and everyone went, Ugh! Well, well like in the 19th century, the Japanese found uh, absolutely disgusting handkerchiefs. Oh, really? They all the snot in them, and they're like, they keep all the snot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on a piece of... and put it back in their pocket. Yeah, that it is, is gross, the worst yeah. Thing in the world. What did they do, though, if they had a cold? They have less phlegm because they don't eat dairy. Mm. Oh. So maybe... Oh. See, always on about the so, veganism. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for that. Thank you. OK, the next question is, why do Romanian groomsmen sometimes dress up as terrorists for part of the wedding? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I, David Essex I, and Charlie Sheen. I, <laughs> oh, Shwama connoisseurs, do you have an answer? I don't think they dressed up as terrorists. That only became a thing like 30 years ago. How can it be a tradition? They're linked to Boko gonna... Haram. <laughs> I'm going to contest the whole question. <laughs> We're not allowed to mention Romania. They sometimes dress up as terrorists. And I've got some Daily Mail videos that I can show. <laughs> I do not read the Daily Mail, that's, apart that's, from for research. That's just a coincidence... Yeah. That they look like terrorists, but it's generally. No, no. <laughs> we don't have time Just for a YouTube we clip. We do have time. This is Pedant's Corner, and I'm a pedant. <laughs> Hive Mind, do you want to answer this? Uh, why do remaining grooms sometimes dress up as terrorists, allegedly, uh, as part of the wedding? Sometimes, sometimes, why? To steal the bride. To steal the bride? Are you happy with that? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that our answer? Yes, it is. Yeah, just Sarah was just saying hi, up. She was just. The answer is, in fact, yes, they are going to kidnap the bride 
the bride is kidnapped and then the groom has to pay to have her given back. That's um, totally true, but they don't dress up a terrorist. <laughs> Ned a, has a normal dress. Somebody clearly has. I, I was in Bucharest three weeks ago. Everyone was running around, getting married, and dressed as terrorists. What? what is, yeah, what's a terrorist How dress terrorists like? What is lovely, yeah. though, is there's a place where they take all the brides. So all the brides party together. So when the brides are dropped off at this location, they're all having this amazing party. Because they're all from different weddings, obviously. Part, they're part of the joke. It's like, come to get you, and you're the last person left. <laughs> like, peace. <laughs> the disco. No, so what actually happens, they, they are taking into the nightclubs because there is no other place open at that hour <laughs> but usually the brides kind of ignore each other because they don't they want to feel special and they don't want to acknowledge that uh, somebody else is getting married <laughs> <laughs> I think we should stop having people who are from the country yeah. to the are from because not fair <laughs> and it's the end of the round the hive mind with an impressive 10 points Yay. And then the Schwama connoisseurs and David Essex and Charlie Sheen are <laughs> joint on top with 15 points. Yay. Yay. A rare time when the teams are ahead of the hive mind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Next round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! So, teams, what is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. What animal would I be talking about if I said a short red cow in Welsh? Schwama connoisseurs. Could you repeat it? I'm really sorry. <laughs> a short red cow. If you refer to an animal as a short red cow, you would be... Fox. Um, uh, Fox, in, David Essex and Charlie Sheen. I was in Welsh. Say. Yes, oh. in Wales they say... Oh, there's a short red cow. Fox lives. Oh, I fox lives. Fox lives. That's what I was going to say. So <laughs> <laughs> let's think of a different thing. That's like a cow. Um, uh, Colin Jackson. <laughs> Colin Jackson. You're going with Colin Jackson. Is that your final answer? Yes. Colin Jackson and a fox. Is a fox your final answer? You, Maybe that... chicken, because you can eat the cow and the chicken. A chicken <laughs> is a short red cow. 
Yeah. Have you seen many chickens, Ruddy? <laughs> it's shorter than a cow. <laughs> is it, I've is it... seen red chickens. Okay, all right. Hive mind, short red cow, what is it? Corgi. A corgi. <laughs> corgi. Hive mind, are you happy to go with that? Buzz if yes? Okay, the correct answer is ladybird. Oh. A ladybird oh. is a short oh, red cow. How is it like a cow at all? I mean, it's a very short red cow, I'll give you that. I mean, it's extremely short. It's extremely short. In Germany, they say, don't make a murderer's vault of your heart. What do they mean? Oh, Schwammer connoisseurs. Don't put out on the first date. <laughs> don't put out on the first date. David Essex and Charlie Sheen. Don't keep corpses in there. <laughs> don't keep corpses in where? In your, your heart. <laughs> don't keep a corpse in your heart. Yeah, like That's a murderer's a... lair. It's a good tip. Yeah, it's a sort of literal translation of that idiom almost don't and don't repress things don't repress things okay audience hive mind what do you think it is don't be jealous don't, be jealous. don't, hold, grudges. don't hold grudges okay audience you're this gonna is go now this feels like a school assembly now <laughs> don't be jealous don't hold grudges is it kind is it true is it necessary um, don't uh, so audience are you going to go with don't hold grudges buzz now or don't be jealous. <laughs> okay, audience have gone with don't be jealous. It is in fact say what you mean. Oh. Say what you mean, which I think is quite similar to don't, to don't suppress things. Yeah. So I think that's some points for <coughs> David Essex and Charlie Sheen. It, is. it is not, Sardia, don't put out on a first date. <laughs> but also okay, you I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to put out on the first date, it means say what you mean. And you're saying that I'm not going to put out on the first <laughs> date. I love yes. your logic. That's honesty. Nice try. A clever, bit of, a clever bit of rhetoric, Radu, but one that will earn you no points. Okay, in Burma, they say you have diarrhea and you drink lentil soup. What does that mean? You're stupid and you're making things worse for yourself. <laughs> you're what's co- what you're putting in your mouth looks like what's coming out of your bum, you idiot. <laughs> you're stupid. I think you should have stopped halfway through that. I, I thought you were doing really well. <laughs> you're stupid and you're making things worse for yourself. Okay, Shwama kind of says. I'm going with don't put out on the first date. <laughs> not if you've got diarrhea, certainly. Exactly. It's not worse. Okay, uh, hive mind, what does it mean? You have diarrhea and drink lentil soup. Does it mean in one ear and out the other? In one ear and out the other. Oh, the hive mind sounded like they were going to go with that, are you? Okay, in fact, it means you have bitten off more than you can chew. Which I think is quite similar to you've made things worse for yourself. What do you think, Ned Sedgwick? I think we're giving quite a few points for quite similar. I was generous last time. Yeah. My generosity is stretched as far as oh. I can go. I'm sorry. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> and it's Ned Sedgwick with the scores. The hive mind enjoying themselves with ten points. Yeah. Shawarma connoisseurs at second with twenty points. Ooh. And David Essex and Charlie Sheen where they should be at the top with thirty-five yeah. points. Yeah. Winning. The next round is the teams round, where the teams offer each other questions from their own cultures. David Essex and Charlie Sheen, do you have a question for Schwama connoisseurs? Um, do you have one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, what do some Catholics believe happened to Jesus' foreskin? What do some Catholics believe happened to Jesus' foreskin? Gloves. <laughs> <laughs> like all foreskins. Someone in the high five Holy there said gloves. gloves. They were made into gloves. Radu, are you Catholic? 
and orthodox? I don't know how close that is. It's pretty close. So it's not close points. enough for Ned to give points. <laughs> so it grew back like a snake? <laughs> I love your mind, wow, Radu. Oh, yes. Grew back like a snake. In a miracle, a miracle, Jesus Foreskin grew back. Sadia? I think yeah. it fell off when he was walking on water. Nice. It fell off while he was walking on water. Okay, well, Jews are traditionally circumcised before they walk oh. on water. But I haven't <laughs> been with one, so I wouldn't know. No, I fair mean, enough. You should try them, they're great. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it could be a carpentry accident. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we got the tradition from, is it? A carpentry <laughs> accident. It like it feels so hygienic you get, you, now. Okay, that's your own team's question, so you get no points if it's right. But is it right, Margaret? No, it is isn't right. Was Ned, were you Googling? I was. Just then. Um, did you? Did you? Did it come up? Yes. So, uh, but, but well, the I one that I know is it. Of course, became one of the rings of Saturn. <gasps> <laughs> I, you, I could have guessed I know, for a million know, years and never would have thought of that. I know. It became one of the rings of Saturn. <laughs> He was the Messiah, if that was the size of his penis. <laughs> Just the foreskin. <laughs> Ashwamba says, do you have a question for the hive mind? Uh, so, yeah, in, uh, in Romania, when somebody says, uh, may the neighbor's goat die too, what do they mean? If in Romania they say, may your neighbor's goat die too, what do you mean? They hate their neighbor. They hate their neighbor. They hate <laughs> they hate the neighbour's goat. It's pretty literal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you hate your neighbour, Buzz now? Hate, you hate neighbour's goat, Buzz now? Okay, they're going with hate your neighbour's goat? No, that's false. <laughs> Is it like a curse on everything? Basically, it means if I'm having bad luck, may the neighbour have bad luck also. It's oh. Even out the playing field. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow, the happiness gap. So if I'm having a bad day on Facebook, I hope everyone does. I don't want to see any happy pictures of your holiday. Okay, uh, Hive Mind, do you have a question for David Essex and Charlie Sheen? Um, in Czech Republic, um, if you're a young... Um, not married woman, what happens to you during Easter? Oh, I know. You okay, too so much chocolate. No, no. <laughs> the, can you get beaten with twigs? <coughs> yeah. yeah. Look, she's got a yeah. coughing fit, <laughs> but it's true. Basically, all the boys go around to different houses and they whip uh, you on the bum with uh, uh, willow canes. So it's Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> so they whip you with canes. After they whip you, you have to give them Eggs and sweets. Oh, alcohol. Whip you and you have to give them eggs and sweets. Yeah, you have to. This is a terrible tradition. Is there a charity trying to stamp this out? (laughs) We need to start one. Willow canes for women. (laughs) Okay, and it's the end of the round. Let's take it with the scores. The hive mind still enjoying themselves with ten points. Shawarma connoisseurs enjoying themselves even more with 20 points. Ooh. And Clap, David please. Essex and Charlie Sheen having a fantastic time with 45 points. Yeah. The next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use abbreviations so as to disguise the true nature of their communication. So, for example, Norwich on the back of a letter or a telegram meant, Nick is off, ready when I come home. What did Burma mean? <gasps> I actually... Bring your wriggly mad ass. <laughs> the World War II uh, people did not spell your with a U. Schwammer Sh- 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 connoisseurs? I'm not that good at spelling. <laughs> you can use your pen and paper. 
<laughs> Hive Mind? Countdown. Hive Mind, do you have an answer? I actually know this because it's in an Alan Bennett sketch. Oh, really? Mm. Well, we'll come to you last then. Yeah, working it out like countdown. Bottoms up, ready. Bottoms up, ready, raw anal. Great. Hive Mind, are you happy to go with that? Yeah. Okay. Margaret? It's very like that, but it's... (laughs) Be upstairs, ready, my angel, which is the nicer version. It's always anal. Any A that comes up, the modern audience thinks it's anal. I've actually got got be undressed, ready, my angel. Ned Cedric, are you happy to accept that? I'm happy to accept that. The final round is the smash the patriarchy round. This round we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. We only have one question in this round because it doesn't happen very often. (laughs) This round may only contain one question, but it's worth double points, so it's your opportunity to stick it to the man unless you're in the lead, and then you are the man. (laughs) (laughs) The question is, who coined the term suffragette? Yes. (laughs) I think it's a male politician. Sharma Connoisseurs, yeah. do you have an answer? Can you repeat the term and maybe explain it? Okay, so the, <laughs> the suffragettes okay. were women who were fighting for the vote in the early 20th century. Okay. They started probably just late 1800s, but mostly they were early 20th century. Mu- I really movement. thought Jet was referring to airplanes and somehow to come across the pilots. No, they're not the suffragettes. They're not like a 60s <laughs> doo-wop band, no. I guess. I want to guess George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw. Okay, we've got George Bernard Shaw. Okay, Hive Mind. So, it's been a while since my history A-level, but um, I think it was the Daily Mail. It's definitely a paper. It was the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. It was... But was um, it George Bernard Shaw writing for the Daily Mail? No, it wasn't. It was Charles E. Hans. I bet he got some nicknames at school. Uh, <laughs> a old Handy Hans, old Charlie Hans, writing in the Daily Mail, uh, and it was meant as a pejorative term. They were called the suffragists. Suffragists. Uh, and he was like, oh, suffragettes. It's a bit like female comedian or uh, lady doctor or lawyerette. Or mermaid. <laughs> so, it's so pejorative, isn't it, mermaid? So offensive. Same job. Same thing. Can mermaids swim? Are they any good underwater? They're not as good as mermen. They're always getting it. Mermen don't have to put shells over their boobs. Yeah. Yeah, so-called siren. I wouldn't pay to hear a sing. Uh, it was actually... <laughs> Uh, It was, in fact, in May 1906, and the suffragettes tried to reclaim the term by re-pronouncing it as the suffragettes, saying, we're going to suffragette the vote. It did not take off. (laughs) That's a a bad branding meeting. (laughs) Emmeline Pankhurst was so pleased when she came up with it, though, I bet. And it's the end of the show! Ned Sedgwick with the scores. Now, people who watched Eurovision 2016 will know that right at the end, Ukraine swung from the back and won it. Something like that may have happened with this. Oh! Because it's double points if you know the, 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 well, the, the patriarchy. I actually made it quintuple points. Okay. <laughs> 
nothing more exciting than it already was. Wow. You're the man. Do you know that? You are the man. That's why I'm here. I'm representing the worst about humanity. <laughs> so, uh, with no further ado, Schwama Connoisseurs with an unfortunate 20 points. <laughs> oh, I, that, lovely points, though, all of them. We had fun playing the game. <laughs> I, I particularly enjoyed our argument about Romania. That was, that was fun for me. Then, second place with 45 points. This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Fix. Fix. And joint first place. Oh. With 45 points, it's David Essex and Charlie Sheen oh. and the Red It's congratulations to the winners, commiserations to the losers. Please give it up for Radu Isaac, <laughs> Sadia Asmat on Drama Connoisseurs, and Margaret Claymont Smith and Sarah Pascoe on David Essex and Charlie Sheen, Ned Sedgwick and Penance Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboards. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. You have been listening to Noble Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. Questions are set by Ned Sedgwick. Music by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe Metter and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net. And you may also like to listen to guiltyfeminist.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.